Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports. And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. As always, let's start off with some headlines and hot takes. Immediately after winning the UFC Bantamweight title, or I should say immediately after defending it successfully, versus Dominic Cruz, Henry Cejudo, Announced his retirement. Now, is he really going to retire? I don't know. He has done this before with wrestling and kind of let it go. He said that after all the surgery for his shoulder, he really started thinking about it more. He's been actively competing since he was a child and he just is like ready to stop and move on to the next stage of his life hopefully starting a family if this sticks i pray that he has success in his future endeavors if it doesn't stick then this was a great negotiating tactic he said a number of times that he's looking for more money and what better way to get more money than to sit out that's what a number of professional athletes do among many different sports when it's time to negotiate and or renegotiate contracts. If this is farewell, thank you. And if not, look forward to seeing who he faces next. Now, Dana White said that it's going to be Piotr Jan and somebody. That somebody really should be Aljamain Sterling. It really should not even be a question, but it is what it is. That's what he has in mind for the now vacant bantamweight title speaking of ufc titleist there seems to be a fight triangle not a love triangle but a fight triangle between dc francis and who looked like the monster that he is at ufc 249 and the current champion stipe miocic dc said look it's me and francis for the interim title He's playing games. Either he's going to fight or he's not going to fight. But something's got to happen. Stipe then comes back on socials like, dude, you know that my manager is in talks to try to get this fight made. We're talking about it. We're going to fight. You know that this is happening. I don't know why you're playing these games in the media. And Ganu is on the outside looking in, but he really should be. This is DC and Stipe's fight. And once that's over, Nganu should have next. Next for Bellator is hopefully getting back into the swing of things with fights in July. They're saying hopefully mid-July, but it could be as early as the beginning of the month. Coker said that there are going to be lots of fights due to contractual obligations. So expect some back-to-back weekend events as they've been known to do. 
since they're now under the Showtime Sports banner and a part of CBS, fights will probably be on a soundstage in LA and could be a jointly used facility with Showtime Boxing, who needs to get some fights going too. Will they be shown on CBS Sports Network, CBS, Showtime, or some other Viacom CBS-owned property remains to be seen. As to when exactly they will be able to host fights, a lot of that hinges on what the athletic commissions of the states say. So stay tuned. On our prayer list this week, UFC middleweight Kelvin Gastelum, who failed his second marijuana suspension, he failed a urinalysis test. And this was in conjunction with his November fight versus Till, and he will have a nine-month suspension for this. That's kind of bad. You know that you're going to have a urine test, like, for the fight? So the fact that you could not pass that is just not good at all. Also praying for Kombache America's ambassador and fighter, Alberto Del Rio. He has been charged with some very disturbing sexual assault allegations. Praying for all parties, all parties involved. I don't take these things lightly at all. If the allegations are founded, it is horrible. It is absolutely terrible. If they're not true, it's equally as horrible because it is now staining someone so i'm praying on both ends i don't know what's going on i pray that the lord's will is done and that healing takes place for everybody if he did it he needs some healing because he's a sick sick individual the person he perpetrated this against needs healing for having this kind of assault that can stick with her for the rest of her life if this is not true you need healing for bringing up these kinds of allegations that can ruin someone's life and still dealing with the after effects of if it's not true there's still a stigma that goes along with it so again praying that the lord's will is done and that he heals all parties involved okay that's going to do it for headlines and hot takes we're going to go into some cage time on the other side this is the mtmv main card hey yo what up it's tori deshaun aka booby and you listening to mtmv sports scat Cage time, and the UFC will be hosting two back-to-back fight nights in Jacksonville, Florida, just after UFC 249 took place there, and they're all in the same arena, the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena. In this main card, we're going to talk about the May 13th event. On the card, you've got a lot of fighters who it looks like they just owe fights too. So they threw them all together to let it wash out. It is not 
your strongest card at all. But you never know what's going to happen when two people enter the field of combat. Now, one person who recently has been put on contract with the UFC, last I saw plying any kind of combat trade was in Bare Knuckle FC. Chase the Vanilla Gorilla Sherman has made his way back to the UFCs fighting Ike Villanueva. They are kicking everything off. On the undercard, you've got some, some notable fights. you got Gabriel Benitez, tough Latin America one contestant facing Omar Morales, Sajar Eubanks fighting Sarah Morass, Michael Johnson, St. Louis's own The Menace will be taking on Tiago Moises. And this could be a loser leave town kind of situation. Johnson's But yeah, neither of them have looked all that impressive as of late. So they both not only need a win, but they really need a big win, especially Moises. Johnson carries some cachet because of his time on the Ultimate Fight. Still, it could be a situation where they don't want to pay him because he's been around for so long. So either way it goes, it's a fight that bears watching. Also, you've got Philippe Lenz and the Pitbull, former UFC heavyweight champ Andre Arlovsky in the featured fight of the undercard. Now, the main card kicks off with Marvin Vittori and Carl Roberson. They'll be battling at middleweight. Baby K is on a two-fight win streak going. In streak as well. Had a loss and a draw in there, so his record looks a little bit better because of that draw. But they're both doing some things as far as... fight in the crowded middleweight division next fight up is the voices marquee matchup it pits ray the tag is the voices marquee matchup for a number of reasons borg is a former title contender at flyweight and he will be fighting at bantamweight this time Ricky Simone is a beast, though he's not had the best showings in his last two outings. He's 15 and 3, but his last two fights have been losses. To turn things around, he really needs to pick up a win. Borg would like to go back down to flyweight, but he needs a win and needs to show that he can make the weight as well. At 26. just need some assistance when it comes to diet and nutrition the next fight up you have alexander the great Her
in and smoke Cowboy. And that is not what happened. Dober is also 4-1 over his last, but he's riding a two-fight winning streak, whereas Hernandez just got back on the winning side in his last outing. Up next, you have the co-main event, and this card has two known fighters that are debuting at well heavyweight that we know and love facing debuting heavyweight Ovince St. Prue. both of these fighters are two and three over their last five St. Prue won his last so did Rothwell neither of those fights to his USADA suspension. Yeah, he did. Unanimous decision victory, but it wasn't anything to write home about. If he cannot beat the debuting heavyweight Ovin St. Prue, who usually fights a light heavyweight, though he's coming in around 240 pounds for this fight, he might have a problem. Should this be a grappler's delight? <sighs> One can only hope. Rothwell is there. I want you to try that St. Prude choke with me with being a... ...from the position to have that submission applied. And that's Rothwell's specialty, so it'll be interesting to see where things take place. On the feet, he can crack as far as OSP is concerned. But can he pack the kind of power necessary to stop? He probably wants to go back to light heavyweight and would have fought at light heavyweight if they were able to find someone for him in the main event you do have two light heavyweights two men who are former title challenge to Shara Smith recently challenged for the title against Jones in a fairly lackluster fight think he was just outmatched and outgunned however Jones really didn't do much he, he won but he didn't do much to win actually Smith very well could have been champion because Jones fouled him and had he said no I'm not going to fight through this foul he would have had the belt and the money that goes along with it as well as the big money fight with pay-per-view points for the rematch he did not though he fought his way out now he is wonderful wonderful fight he not only submitted Gustafson in the fourth round but caused Gus to hang it up midway through last year Teixeira 
is four and one in his last five as well. And he's on a three fight win streak. Glover's 40 years old, though. And his best days are definitely behind him, even with the kind of streak that he's on. Yeah, I, I don't see what a victory will do for him because. He won a split decision win over Nikita Krylov in his last bout and stopped the previous two on his three-fight win streak currently, including Carl Roberson, who I said is in the curtain jerker fighting Marvin Vittori at middleweight. Again, a win over Lionheart would be absolutely fantastic. He would have taken out two up-and-coming stars in Krylov and Smith back-to-back, but I don't see the UFC doing... He's still right there in contention as far as light heavyweights are concerned. So he's got a lot more to gain with a win than Glover does and probably has a lot more to lose as well. How will things turn out? We don't know. Glover's heavy hand. submitted Gustafson in his last fight so on the feet or on the ground both of them can throw down we'll see what happens on Wednesday night in Duval Jacksonville Florida all right fight fans that's going to do it for this episode of the main card if things go as planned and this is uh, episode 125 for you if things go as planned I'll be back Later this week with episode 126, we'll preview UFC Fight Night Jacksonville Part 2, which features Alistair Overeem versus Walt Harris in a heavyweight bout. Hopefully, I'll be able to give you a quick rundown of this ESPN Plus card that takes place this Wednesday that we just covered. I did a Fight Nights update on our most recent episode of The Huddle Up. So make sure that you go out to YouTube and check that out and or just keep it locked with MTMV Sports because The Huddle Up podcast will be coming through whatever channel you're listening to the main card on currently. Until next time, it's your man, The Voice, host of of the MTMV main card and I'm sounding off This is Santia Deck, and you're listening to MTNV Sports. Keep it locked.